We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. Super pumped to have you here listening because I know there's a lot of podcasts you can listen to. So you choosing to listen to this one is super cool for me. And I'm kind of excited because as I always try to, I've gotten another guest back on that I I love. I think she's a lot of fun and she turns a subject that a lot of us are probably a little bit scared of. Maybe we find it a bit dull or maybe we just find it downright confusing. Verity White, who is of course who I'm talking about, she makes all things law, all things interesting. As a junior in-house lawyer, Verity White started experimenting with automating and optimizing contracts to improve business and lawyering life. Now, Verity is an accredited specialist in commercial law, a Luma Institute certified human-centered design practitioner, a chief contract enthusiast at her B Corp certified law firm, Checklist Legal, where she and her team specialize in human-centered contract operations. Verity is the author of Create Contracts Clients Love and an honorary senior fellow at the University of Melbourne, where she taught contract design for automation. You can connect with Verity in all the ways that I've put in the show notes, and I hope that you do. I hope this episode sparks some thought for you around your contracts and whether you've got the right ones in place and all of that fun stuff. But most of all, reach out, say hey, leave a review and tell me what you think of the episode. Verity, thank you for joining me again. It's great to see you again. I know. I love, I love having you back on. Huzzah. Huzzah. So today, I mean, you really captured me with the name of this because I was like, you know, I'm dating. So it really like... It's it's sung out to me personally. Yeah. So speed dating your business contracts. Yeah. Talk to me That's, about this. What is yeah. it? Well, the idea of this kind of speed dating was around thinking about contracts more as relationships because in business and in life, you have lots of different relationships and people often forget that contracts are really just there to capture relationships and make things clear and fair and hopefully reasonable. And so this idea of speed dating your contracts is a way of making it a bit friendlier, hopefully. Mm. So that that way it's not, uh, well, I mean, I know sometimes dating can be a bit stressful, but hopefully hopefully your legals don't have to be as stressful as dating. So we're going to go on a whirlwind dating of some of the main areas of contracts for your business. All right. Love that. So what do you, what do you, what does it entail? Talk to me. So one of the one of the things to keep in mind when you whenever you're thinking about contracts or the law or trying to figure out like, I don't know, I need to get my legal sorted, especially from a contract perspective, there's probably one or two contracts that come to mind. Often it's your client agreements, but they can come in a whole bunch of different areas. So I like to think of them as structural. So thinking of your business structuring and some of those structural contracts, then there's kind of the administrative bits and pieces and policies and documents. Then there's revenue generating contracts, which is kind of some of my favorite ones and everyone's kind of, you know, favorite agreements potentially. Then the flip side of that is your supplier agreements where you're paying people to do things. And then some really specific marketing and promotional type contracts. So those are kind of the big broad brush areas of contracts that I like to chunk things into buckets. Yeah, I love that. Because I think a lot of people wouldn't even think about these contracts or have them in place potentially. Yeah, potentially. Um, Sometimes when you first start out in business, you might just handshake deals, high fives, dot points in an email, and that might be and away you go. And then you might decide, oh, I want to do some 
maybe I'll get some templates or maybe I'll take a little sneaky cut and post from someone else's website. I have seen this before, actually. I've seen it where people didn't even bother changing the ABN when they copied, oh, <laughs> copied someone else's terms, which is pretty poor effort. So if you are going to copy someone's terms and conditions, please <laughs> read over them because you don't know what decisions they've made that may or may not be right for your business. So yeah. read over them, kind of at least understand what's going on in there. Uh, because if you understand your contracts, you understand your business. And if you understand your business, it's easy to understand your contracts because they work together to support your business. So um, when it comes to contracts, it can be a bit overwhelming because there's lots of things going on. Uh, but I like to think of uh, mapping out your the importance of different contracts. I'll kind of go through each area. But thinking about the frequency of how often you use a particular contract or a particular relationship and how important that is. So for example, often it's client contracts, your revenue generating contracts. If you are having you know, th those are ones that are happening quite often and they're quite important because that's how you make money. So that's where I would say, you know, spend a bit of time on that, maybe get some advice on it if you need to. Whereas something like maybe you've got a very basic website, you're not selling anything on your website. And so you don't necessarily need to get full customized terms for your website because there's not much happening there. You do most of your stuff offline, maybe. So that's where you might just get a template and make get a template privacy policy and just double check it yourself. Whereas if you were doing a, maybe there's something that you're doing once off that might be a really big sponsorship agreement or a really big partnership agreement, you're not expecting to do it very often, but it's quite important. It's going to be the basis of your marketing or a big campaign for you. So that's where you might want some specialist advice or some specialist templates. So it's kind of about adjusting your expectations. Don't just get a template for everything. Kind of think about where you might really get a lot of value out of getting specialist advice. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think it, no one really thinks about this until that time where you actually really need to rely on your contract. Yeah, exactly. And yep. you may not have experienced it yet in your business, but as someone that has, you're like, it's super important that you have mm. these things in place. For me, it was yeah. around, you know, like having those payment terms, for example, mm. like that was a big one for me. It was really eye-opening because I did that same thing. I went into business. I was like, I know I need a contract. What do I do? Mm. <laughs> and luckily I had friends in business that were like, just put these things in your contract. Yeah. And like, you know, we were talking offline. I was like, dude, I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it, it's really important thing to do for your business, but also for yourself. So I always see good solid contracts and good understanding of your legals and your financials. It's that self-care as a business owner where you respect yourself enough to go, you know what, I'm smart. I don't have to become a lawyer. I don't need to become an accountant, but I do need to know the basics of these so that that's going to stop me getting on my little stress hamster wheel down the track because someone hasn't paid me or I'm not sure if I can I cancel this contract. Do I have to give them a refund? But if you get that advice, if you get those bits and pieces in your contracts, then it can just give you that extra set of hands to explain your business to your customers, gives you that ownership of your copyright when you're working with contractors. So there's a lot of things that contracts can do for you if you just have a little bit of extra knowledge. Yeah, I love that. And I think so, so, so important. So if someone was obviously starting out, yes, what would be 
where yeah let's let's do it let's go with um so structural contracts right to start with and this is more around having a think about how does your how's your business structured are you uh set up as a sole trader are you a proprietary limited company if you've got a co-founder do you have a some kind of napkin agreement you know what i mean like so you've got a napkin agreement is almost preferable than nothing sometimes but um, (laughs) true 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 Thinking about the structure of your business, and that's um, not necessarily always contracts, but it's those things like, do you have your ABN and your business name registered and is it all going to the same place? Or, you know, do you, are you a sole trader? Do you want to become a proprietary limited company? Are you happy with your risk profile? Do you have insurance and things like this that are set up? Um, Oh, that's probably, probably tending more into admin side of contracts. But those structural foundations can be quite important. Because mm, I think the other thing is a lot of people don't even know where to start with their insurances, for example. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's incredibly overwhelming starting a it's business. It's complex. Yeah, it is. It is. And so, and there's so many, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I think you and I have really enjoyed being in different women's business groups because there's so much support there and lots of people that can help you and point you in the right direction and webinars you can go to. There's a lot of information out there now, but it's about trying to find the the right sources for you at the right time, I think as well. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I think there is a lot of information out there, but sometimes it's like with my accountant, the first thing I knew when I went out on my own was I hate numbers. I'm in marketing. We don't do numbers. Like I suck at them. So I knew (laughs) that I needed a good accountant as like a business partner, really. Yeah, nice. So I had to get someone to buy into my business. And to be honest, I wish I'd done that legally as well, because obviously I was actually going through a divorce at the time, ironically. So yeah, <laughs> law, wow. law was big on my mind. Mm. But but like it's funny how we, you know, yeah, we don't think about the fact that as a partnership and people that we should bring into our business, 100% a lawyer is so important in that. And I think if you're probably going into a partnership, maybe it's more, you know, more at the front of your mind. But definitely yeah. I think even as a sole trader or if you're setting up PTYLTD, it's so important, I think. But even if you like, if you w- want to sell your business one day, getting it structured in the right way to start with, getting information and advice up front, and a lot of it, there's a lot of you know, I do, I do like free calls and things like there's lots of different places you can go to get like little 15 minute chats that can just give you a little bit more information than you have now and point you in the right direction, uh, whatever issues that you're facing. So yeah, that's the kind of the structural piece, which is, you know, protecting and professionalizing your assets, looking at your co-founders. If you're wanting to get investors, if you're wanting to have an exit plan, you know, those types of things. So then there's kind of in that still maybe slightly boring area (laughs) from the structuring. I mean, structuring can be very exciting to kind of admin and that's your domain names, trademarks and business names. Again, depending on the structure of your business, you might have some or all of these if you if you're trading under your own name versus if you've got something that you would be very upset if anyone else used, you should be registering that as a trademark because that's the only way you get a proprietary right in that actual name. Um, so Sorry. I've registered checklist legal. Yeah. And I was going to say, I've heard some really interesting things lately Mm. about the trademarks because people that like, for example, there was a, someone, the Katy Perry case, and you'd probably know about a lot. Oh yeah. And someone in Australia was trading under her name, Katy Perry. And obviously Katy Perry took her to court over it. Mm. Even though Katy Perry, the singer came out years later I can't remember the case in in detail, but then there was something else the other day popped up on my Instagram from one of the, the ladies that I follow. Same thing. It was like 
you need to start thinking about trademarks. And it's something I've yeah. never thought about, but it's like, even with our names, should if if I'm trading at a Beck Chapel, should I be trademarking that? Well, it, I, I suppose it depends. Um, you would have a pretty decent case for prior use and that you've got a legitimate reason to use that name. <laughs> I um, mean, it there is was, my name. <laughs> there was Kylie Minogue had to go to court and try, try to settle it out of court, I think. I, don't, I can't remember if it went to court or if it was settled with Kylie Jenner because Kylie has been using Kylie before Kylie was Kylie <laughs> Jenner, you know. So, so yeah, it, it, it is really topical. It's really interesting to think about it. It's not that expensive and depending on what you're doing, it's not that hard to do it yourself. There's people that can help you with it, but there's also tools on um, Trademark Australia website that you can look into getting it done. If you are limiting the areas that you're, you know, some areas might be you know, and some words are harder to get than others. I've got check the word checklist trademarked under the class that applies to legal services, which is awesome. Yeah, that is <laughs> so, really yeah, cool. Because I'd be really upset if anyone else started doing like checklist things yeah. in legal. So yeah, I, I would that. go all Katy Perry on them. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Okay, so admin we've done now. It's time to get into the fun stuff, which is revenue generating contracts. Very, very important. Love a bit of revenue generation. So, and this is kind of one of my favorite things to do with clients. I like to have a think. And I've got a few different proposal checker checklists that people can um, access on what to look at in your proposals and whether or not you set up your proposal as part of your contracts or if you have a scope of work or a project brief, whatever you end up calling it, having something that's covering off that, like who, where, what, when, how, all of those key details about your contracts. Who are you transferring your intellectual property or is it just, are you just giving them a license to use it? When do you want to get paid? Are you getting paid upfront? Are you getting paid at intervals? Are you matching those intervals so that you're never really doing that much more work than what you've been paid for? Or, yeah. So when can you um, get rid of clients if you don't want them anymore? It's something that I'm seeing more and more uh, that I'm including in contracts with clients is a ghosting policy. So if you have <laughs> clients that just, don't get back to you. And then all of a sudden they come back, you know, like six months later and they're like, I'd like to like do that whole thing again now. So starting to build in some of those different terms and just matching it up to your business process. So if you've got a great contract, but you're not incorporating it, so it's not really binding, there's not much point having a contract. Love that. I like the ghosting policy. I think that really works with our speed dating. Yeah. So contracts for, uh, I think they should be your own contracts that you put in front of clients, whether it's services or products, you should be really proud of them. You should know mostly what they do and be willing to enforce them because your contracts for your business with your clients can be you, you know, when you've had a 10 hour sleep and you're feeling like lady boss of the world and that's what your contracts can do. They can be you on your best business day, as opposed to you who sometimes like, oh, I don't know, I guess I'll just give them a refund or I don't know, like, <laughs> or, you know, so that that they're there they can do some of the heavy lifting for you yeah I love that and I love the thing like the the reason that you stood out to me um when we connected was because you you were fun with like you're a fun lawyer like it's like <laughs> and you you were on this mission to make contracts fun rather than just like I'm falling asleep and this is like overwhelming and because I, I think for a lot of people as soon as you mention like anything legal they do feel overwhelmed because yeah. it's like it's so out of our comfort zone as business owners like unless you have a law degree it's like no idea where to start with this stuff and I have no idea what I could face in the future if I don't look at this stuff and that's the thing it's that unknown 
And it's, but it, this is the thing, it's just another part of your business. And I think people have, to, there, there is a little bit of legal magic and, and some certain things that we want to try and do to, you know, just like there's legal magic, you know, you know marketing magic that you yeah. do. But it, it, it can be that extension of your brand promise. It can be another touch point in an amazing client experience. Your, your contracts, the legal side of your business can add to your client journey as opposed to being like a dud. So yeah, I think it, it's one of my favorite things, getting to work with people who have amazing brands and they want that in their contracts. I work with a brand called Who Gives a Crap, who have amazing branding and are just so open to putting things in the documents and, and kind of keeping things a bit quirky, still legal, still legally binding, but have personality. Yeah, because their brand is awesome. I mean, I yeah. think most people are familiar with Who Gives a Crap because they really are so standout. So yeah. to hear that their contracts They talk about are, bums all day, right? So I that's love- <laughs> in a nice way. Because everyone poos, right? Yeah. <laughs> but And I love the fact that they you know, they incorporate that into their contracts too. Yeah. And I love the fact that you're working with them. That makes me like, that makes me even happier. Well, and they're a fellow B Corp. So we're, I'm B Corp certified, my law firm's B Corp certified, who gives a crap B Corp certified. And they have a very cool lawyer who I get to work with, which is, yeah, uh, a real treat. Yeah, cool. I love that. Well, I think all of that has been so helpful. And I hope people rethink contracts after this because, and actually, you know, give a thought to it at all if they haven't, because that's the thing you never know when you're going to need it. And you want to be prepared. Like, yeah, you need to sign those contracts with your clients and you need to be, I think it also helps clarify what it is that you're you're delivering on too. Exactly. From a a proposal and a marketing point of view, it's actually going to help you with that foundation stuff anyway. Oh, hundred percent. It's a bit of a journey. If you don't have your like really clear scope, then you just end up being like, oh yeah, I guess we'll have like a million meetings and I'll be doing this for like the next six months as opposed to here's what we're doing, here's what I'm delivering. And if you want different scope, it's going to be more. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally think most business owners can completely relate to scope creep. So if there's a legal way you can stop that happening. Put those boundaries in your contracts. Yeah. 100%. I love that. So where can people find you? Pretty much checklist legal everywhere, Instagram and um, checklistlegal.com, I think. Yeah. I'm Verity. Verity White on LinkedIn. <laughs> well, <I'll laughs> if you're a LinkedIner. <laughs> I, I love LinkedIn. I'll put all your details <laughs> in the show notes though so that people can easily find you. Yes. yes. I highly recommend they do that because, you know, you do bring so much to everyone that you work with. You are yeah. also hilarious. A little bit more than I bring to Strava. <laughs> <laughs> you bring lots to Strava. I love watching you. But anyway, okay, so background on that. Verity rides her bike to work every day and you I swim. Do. I do. I haven't for the last couple of days because I've been a bit other under the weather, but, but I'll be back on it. I'll be back on it. I love that. Are you going to yeah. swim through winter? I'll try. I've got a, a little wetsuit, so <gasps> we'll see how we go. We just got flippers, like little flippers for our feet, uh, which has been awesome. It's actually harder work, but you go faster, so it's kind yeah. of quite interesting. It makes it a lot of fun. You're a trimmer though. Yeah, but I haven't tried with flippers yet. Oh my gosh. Oh, you must try it. Oh, you must. You must try flippers. (laughs) I also don't own a wetsuit. So like, I feel like that's something else I have to do. I think you should come, you'll have to come down to, come down to Torquay. We'll go to the Surf Seconds, get you a wetsuit. All for it. All for it. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I was very, very happy you could join me again and talk all things contracts, exciting contracts. Absolutely a pleasure. Beck, thank you for having me on.
Hi, Beck here, just dropping in to say that if you are struggling with your marketing planning, I have got the solution just for you. I have recently launched my marketing planner to the world and I am offering it to you at a 5% discount for listening to the potty. You can see what's in the planner and how it's going to change your life simply by visiting my website, beckchapel.com.au and heading to the resources section. When you're ready to check out, chuck in potty VIP and you'll get your 5% discount. Thanks for listening and I hope that it changes your life.